Hello, everybody, and welcome. Oh my god, we're back. <laughs> Yay, hi, everybody. For those, should I give context to that phrase? I believe so. So we took a week off of our own fruition, because you were stressed out with stuff, I was stressed out with stuff, so we were like, let's take a break from the show. And then someone, no one in particular, but I'm pointing at him right now, and the him is me, uh, got sick. So... We didn't record for two weeks. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. How are you, man? I am doing pretty good. That's great. As you can see, my voice has changed. No, it hasn't. I've <laughs> turned into Postal Guy. I've been hanging out with you for absence. hours. This is the first time you've talked like that. Well, see, they don't know that. No, you they do now. I just informed it for them. It's not like for all they know, I could become Postal Guy. I sound white, but I'm actually black. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Can we have that as a t-shirt, please? Film Nerds Hour first t-shirt. I sound white, but I'm actually black. <laughs> you can get it in kid size. Oh. And so, version two. Yeah. I'm black, but I sound white. Oh, I wow. swear. It's, it's very clever. How'd you ever come up with that million dollar idea? A lot. So we're back. Um, it, you guys won't notice any different. Oh, no, 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 no. But you it's been weeks for us. It's been weeks for us, and it, and it sticks out. But luckily, you guys don't have to deal with that. You guys yeah. can listen to this wonderful podcast as we entertain the fuck out of you. Yeah. Because I get to say a swear that it's past the minute. Yeah, has it been past a minute? Okay. For those of you who don't know, we're on YouTube now. So we got to abide by their post-minute rule, which is the rule, isn't it? Maybe. Who knows? YouTube. We'll figure it out as we're dealing with the algorithm. YouTube's rules always seem to change like every like two days. Oh, so it's it's what it is. But They um, change their minds like a prison warden who has amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> no going here. No going here. No, who no. said you could do that? Oh, I said that yesterday. Wait, no, I didn't. I never did. There's no evidence. Anyway. Uh, I did not say you could do that to that inmate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure, we can have pizza. Who the fuck told you pizza? Alright. Um... But today we are bringing you a very special movie uh, that will set up for our next movie. Yeah. Um, no spoilers is... for the next movie. But no. we're... Um, it's the Sam Raimi immortal classic from 1981. 19... I knew that. I was making sure you knew that. Uh, um, the... um, first. Um, the first, Evil Dead. And the first movie of Sam Raimi, the first full feature did he do shorts ever? Or? Uh, he did, yes. Uh, and which Bruce actually started in a couple of them. Bruce Campbell. Were um, they like just best friends for? They were high school friends, yeah. Okay. So they had the same relationship as Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro, basically. That's cool. High school buddies. That's yeah. cool. Um, I think uh, uh, I wanted to call him Ash. Bruce wanted to go into acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam wanted to go into directing, and he had him do a couple of. He had him do a couple of short films with him. I was looking it up earlier. Um, let me pull it up here. I'm yeah. trying to find out. Oh, Bruce has actually been in quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Bubba Hotep. Uh, My name is Bruce Campbell. Bruce, the, t- the Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Yeah. I knew he was in Tornado. That was cool. He, he, he was, was in, in Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Sorry, mm-hmm, I just... Mm-hmm. He was in uh, Burn Notice as a character who I routinely dress as involuntarily. Because he just wears... Shorts and Hawaiian shirts, which is what I wear most of the time. Uh, what else was he in? I'm trying to remember. Uh, all of the Evil Dead movies, including the Showtime t- TV show. Uh, that was not Showtime. That stars. Was stars, yeah. Yeah. Again, just making sure you knew that. I, of course, knew that. Just making sure Noah knew, knew did. Um, 
He's been in all of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies as cameo appearances. Always yep. a different character. Within the Woods was, uh, sorry, uh, Within the Woods was that one short that he did with Bruce Campbell. That was one of his first that came out in uh, 1985. No? No. Uh, Within the Woods came out during 1978. That's more mm-hmm. like it because I saw that earlier. Uh, while spending a weekend at a remote cabin, Bruce desecrates in Indian burial ground and becomes reanimated, making a uh, way to kill his friends. It's a 31 minute short. Um, so it's very of the Evil Dead kind of. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this was a prelude to to what would eventually be known as Evil Dead. And then we did cool. get uh, Ellen Sandwis, who played uh, <clears throat> uh, Ash's sister. Yeah, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Uh, who also made an appearance in Evil Dead. And for those of you, something that's going to drive me nuts. Was it uh, Cheryl who made an appearance, or was it his girlfriend? No, it was her. Okay. Uh, it's right on here on IMDb, and I saw that earlier, too. Um, she's divorced, apparently, too. Oh, well, we don't want to get into people's but. personal lives. Anyway, um, as for those of you who don't know, Evil Dead is not a remake. The, the newest sorry. one. The 2013, there's a distinct thing. Just because they call it Evil Dead, here's the thing. The original Evil Dead is called The uh, Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. The Evil Dead. Evil Dead 2 is, is Evil called Dead. Evil Dead 2. Yeah. And then Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. But Evil Dead, there's a distinct difference. It is not a remake. It's a common misconception. Same cabin, same book, same, yeah. Yeah, it is officially part of the universe, and to which we will say something very briefly here, because it is in the vein of the Evil Dead, that there has been reports that they are coming out with another movie, although this one will not feature Ash. Um, which, Bruce Campbell's character. But, but you never know at this point. I yeah, mean, you really don't. It, it's been said. But the, apparently this Evil Dead movie... Um, will be a uh, Poltergeist 3 type movie. It's supposed to take place in an apartment. Hmm. Um, but okay. Bruce is going to be working on the film, at least behind it, and he's been giving details on it. That's so. good. Um, but yeah, Sam Raimi himself looks like that he said it. I'm trying to find facts or it because I know um, Screen Rants is reliable. Yeah. Uh, nothing against we got this covered, but a lot of the time they put out a lot of stories. So, yeah, like, for instance, like, Bloody Disgusting, you always know. Again, not trying to throw shade at we got this covered. It's just, there's a lot. Of... Sometimes they mess things up, and that yeah. happens. Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh... I'm, dude, re- reporting news is hard. <laughs> like Yeah, and, 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 you know, I get it. it. It's just one of those things where, you know... I always like to fact check, and I know Bloody Disgusting is and Screen Rant are definitely like the horror. Yeah, those are the uh, ones who are specific yeah. for it. And... Besides Dead Meat, and of course, when they report something, uh-huh. here and there they do. So you yeah. always know that they're reliable. Shout out to Dead Meat. I love those guys. Yeah, very good over there. Very James A. Janice and Chelsea Rebecca. You are the exact. Uh... You inspired us to start doing this, really. Yeah, and you guys are the perfect example of what kind of person I would love to marry one day, or at least be in a relationship with. James or Chelsea. Chelsea, obviously. Okay. <laughs> obviously. Or James. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they both seem s- cool. I just want to be with somebody who loves movies and supports me on it. Yeah. I just want to be with someone who makes me happy. And I make them happy. And yeah. we're happy together. All right there, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter? I don't want to eat her. Well, 
Okay, so the movie. <laughs> All right. So uh, basically, though, uh, this comes from Blade Disgusting. To briefly recap, the next movie in the Evil Dead franchise is currently called Evil Dead Rise. That is what it Ooh, is. I'm sorry. I forgot. I like to, that title. Yeah, I forgot to say it. I was like, I knew it had a cool name. Uh, Evil Dead Rise, it's being directed by Lee Cornyn, which mm. uh, he did The Hole in the Ground, which I told you you need to watch. We're definitely going to be doing a review on that. The Hole okay. in the Ground is an amazing movie. Uh, the style... Uh, that is that he, the one with the... Uh, the literal hole in the ground. And then the kid goes in it? Yep. Oh. Oh, right. That's where I've heard of that before. Cause... It is absolutely amazing. It is not anything like I thought it was. and You're going to freak out. The friend... I have a friend from high school who knows the main guy in that movie and the kid yeah that's cool yeah like she was like yeah i went to his i went to church youth group with him it's like what <laughs> yeah that's awesome that kid that's... that kid did really good yeah uh also reminds me of Vivirium, which is another one we're gonna have to do because those are that's a good jesse eisenberg movie mm-hmm. and uh naomi watts right no um no you're thinking of no, Vivarium had. Um, I'm trying to think. It wasn't Naomi Watts. It was. Uh, it was. It was another good name. She's known though. Um, if I can get my laptop to load here. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna look it up on my phone. Yeah. Um, but Vivarium was a very good kind of mind fuck movie. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, um, which had uh, Imogen Poots. That's a nice name. I think that's how you say it. Poots? Or Imogen Poots. Sorry if we get your name wrong. Yeah, that's... They're never going to hear those. Foreign, foreign <laughs> names. Well, you never know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, the kid in there, Sean Jennings, was a very uh, very good actor. Very talented young mm-hmm. man. Um, so we'll definitely do that for you guys because that, that is something that I really, really, really do like. Though Both those movies were incredible surprises. I'd strongly recommend that you go check those out. And at the time that we're recording this video, which I believe will be because it is in October... Uh, and I do believe it's going to be through October. The Evil Dead is currently on Netflix, along Yay. with Ash vs. Evil Dead, Seasons 1, 2, and 3. The I believe, if I remember right, is if it hasn't changed. Yeah. Uh, it's also on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Vudu, and Amazon Prime, all for $3.99 to rent. Yeah. So I'd say um, watch it depending, because I would say for this movie, you probably need to have a strong stomach. I have a strong stomach. The claymation. I never thought a movie could make me cringe more. Yeah. And that's going by modern day standards. I can sit and you can mm-hmm. throw all the buckets of fucking blood that you want at me and saw. Yeah. Douse the camera. It is, uh, this is very well done. This it's a lot of blood, a lot of dec- body horde. A lot of body horror. Um, I will also say, uh, anyone who is sensitive to films that center around demonic possession, maybe skip this one. Yeah, and, and uh, um, there is an extended uh, assault scene, we'll say, through yeah. through uh, that involves trees. So if that's going to be something... Assault so, of a sexual nature should yeah, be so prefaced. Nothing, so. nothing as graphic as... Um, nothing as graphic as I spit on your grave. Yeah, or last it does not house involve, left. Yeah, it does not involve any other humans. However, it is questionable and it is kind of hard to watch. Yeah, and um, it's so. very descriptive with the noises. So if that is also a sensitive subject for you, maybe just listen to us talk about it. Yeah, and There's that's perfectly fine. That, no. Otherwise, you can skip it over. It is a scene that you skip over. You don't have to watch anything. You will not miss anything. Yeah, I feel other like... than kind of the character's traumatization. Of yeah, it. this movie, you'll if you get past that, you'll be okay. Yeah, really, the first movie is really what really made Evil Dead the the 
staple the staple of what was the worst of the series not in a bad way but in the most horrific yeah, way. it's very much like sam kind of just probably wanted to make a movie that people would oh, remember yeah i don't think it had anything to do with the fact that he wanted to play on that it's just he was thinking what can i do that would terrify people and what could i do to disturb people in a way that you know would make them think like this is terrifying to think about what if that were mm-hmm. all to happen exactly um but we never really see anything else otherwise the rest of the franchise yeah, is really not a whole third one is of... pure comedy yeah it is basically uh like a cabin in the woods second one's cheek. funny too second one's funny too uh, it got a little bit more humorous because of its campy nature um, it's in between the first and the third as far as like gore and horror and humor yeah. well ash versus evil dead there's a lot of body horror i've heard in evil dead 2013 which we eventually will do because yeah, I there still is. Haven't watched yeah, that. yeah that one is pure like horror like no comedy ash versus evil dead the show that is hilarious. a mix of comedy there's some terrifying bits in there though, mm-hmm. some really good oh there is talks, there's some so. bits from there's a certain main character in the first season who gets got and it makes me it made me very sad yeah you know who i'm talking about yeah my, the best line out of that entire series first season. Come on, let's tangle, bitch. I think my favorite was, hey, Granny, let's go. <laughs> or possibly, um, Groovy. hey, don't, don't be, don't be down on yourself. You were in the electronics department. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, Ash, Dolly, like, just a lot of, t- a lot of just funny, lighthearted Ash. nature, not even crude. Well, the line There's that crude. just came into my head was crude, because he's having sex in the bathroom, <laughs> and he's got a wooden hand. Do you remember the line? Yep. I don't remember the line. I'm trying to think of it, because I'm just laughing so hard with the wooden hand. <laughs> he hits her with it, and he's like, oh yeah, you like my wood? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I can't imagine how oh. awkward that had to be, too, to Especially film. considering he's, like, in his 60s, and the girl he's was, like, a, oh, maybe sh- 20. No, I'm sorry, he is, he is in his 60s. When he was filming that? No. No, he was in his 50s while filming that. Okay, now yeah. Now he is in his 60s. Sam Raimi's in his 60s. Isn't that, isn't that terrifying? That is crazy. God, like, old. you don't realize how old these, these, like, you know, you think they're in their 50s. Yeah. Sam Raimi's age well. Samuel so Jackson is in his 70s. He's in his 70s, and he looks better than me in my 20s. He looks but, like you know, he's in his fucking 40s. He does. He's he's very good on him, man. Bravo. I mean, he looks like almost like what he does in Pulp Fiction, besides exactly. a few wrinkles and eye yeah, posture. pretty much. Um, well, no, I was saying it must have been an uncomfortable scene to film because he's in his 50s, and the woman he's having sex with is maybe in her mid-20s, Unless well, she's in the dill for gilfs. Who, I, I, yeah, there's no judgment, but there is. Uh, <laughs> that's that'd be creepy. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's probably uncomfortable for him too. Exactly. Most people are like, oh, he Kirby probably like. I imagine because it's Bruce Campbell and he seems like the coolest guy. I imagine he apologized before, during, and after. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. It'd probably be like Bill Bill Skarsgård with all the little kids. Yeah. Or like immediately after he's, he's like, like, Are, are you, you okay? okay? I'm so sorry. I'm sorry I made you cry. Are you all right? Yeah. Like, uh, what is it? Tim Curry who. Uh, the, with the kid who played Georgie, he's like, my job is to scare you, but I feel so bad because you're yeah. crying and I didn't mean to make you afraid. Exactly. And he just felt so terrible because he's like, I have to do it. Well, my favorite thing was Bill Skarsgård the first time in the in the 20-whatever it. 2017. Yeah, thank you. The first one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in that one, he's like, he apparently the first time he's on screen, he scared uh, Jack Dylan Grazier, who's... Um, 
Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, he scared him, and he's like, afterward, after they yell cut, he's like, are you okay, Jack? And he looks at him, and he, he's like, he looked at me, and he went, love what you're doing. Love what you're doing with the character. <laughs> Probably out of fear. Yeah, and he was like, I hope one day he'll hire me for something. <laughs> he's going to go far in this business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um... Yeah, speaking of yeah. good good movies and bringing them back, like that is one of them. Mama's another good one by uh, Andy Muschietti. Muschietti, yeah, yeah, he's done good. Him he's and his good. sister, yeah. Um, but yeah, this 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 is like the turning point uh, for Sam Raimi's rise of fame, and yep. you know, he goes him from and, zero to hero overnight. Yeah, which almost literally because this movie this movie was if, if he was Weird Al, this was his eat it. <laughs> I mean, this movie really deserves all the credit, but uh, quick going, quick going back to Evil Dead uh, mm-hmm. Rise. The, uh, to briefly recap, the next movie in the Evil Dead franchise yes. is currently titled Evil Dead Rise. It's being directed by Lee Corn, the hole in the ground uh, director. Yep. It won't feature Bruce Campbell as Ash Williams, and it's not going to be set in set at a cabin in the woods. Rumored but unconfirmed at this time is that the movie will be set in some kind of high-rise skyscraper, which is the same as Poltergeist. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I could see the people being skeptical, but I think if you've watched The Hole in the Ground, you've seen what Lee Cronin can do with a small setting and mm-hmm. how he can make very, very little a shit ton more. Yeah. And he's done very well at it. That's good. Uh, Poltergeist 3, I know that there's mixed reception on it. I personally think they did really well utilizing it mm-hmm. for all the horror elements and making it very, very claustrophobic. Sure. Um, uh, that particular setting is still very much unconfirmed for now, but it is interesting to note that Campbell himself teased over the weekend that Evil Dead Rise is at least set in a city. That's cool. Quote, the Evil Dead are going to fuck up a city this time. Mm. End quote. Campbell said during an event at PA's Mahoning Drive-In Theater over the weekend, first reported by 1428 Elm. So will Campbell make an appearance cameo in the movie? Head over to 1428 Elm for his thoughts on that one. Campbell will be producing Evil Evil Dead Rise along Sam Raimi, which That's is cool. quite obvious because he did play a large role in uh, producing other projects and Ash vs. Evil Dead as well. Mm-hmm. Um Exactly. Who's Sam Raimi's brother? Who's Sam like... Raimi, Ted Raimi, and he's Ted. in a lot too. And he's in everything, man. Ted Raimi's in every one of Sam Raimi's movies. I don't know if he's in Drag Me to Hell, which we will have to do sometime too, movie. because Justin Long. I haven't seen it yet. I do own it. Justin Long is also in that movie. And, you love uh, Justin Long. I love Justin Long. Jeepers Creepers really did it for me. It really showed his acting abilities. Have you watched his competition show he hosts now? No. He's got a competition show he hosts on Disney Plus, and it's like a wood shop class. So it's like you get two people, and it's like four teams of two, and it's like you're gonna make a go kart and go, and it's it's like it's oh. it's not as it's not as like I thought it was gonna be a slog. I actually really enjoy it. Well, it's just long, so I have no. <laughs> yeah, problem. he's a great host. He's a really good host. I'll definitely look into it. Uh, Tem Raid Me, just to give you kind of an idea, he was in Attack of the 50 Foot Cheerleader, which is a 2012 movie. You can also find that at, uh, Attack of the at Dollar Foot General. Cheerleader. Yeah, it's, it's funny. He was also an Elf, Buddy Thunderstruck, Blood Rage, Dead Wax, Dark Rising, Apollo 11, Freak Talks About Sex, Illusion, uh, Angel of Death. 
Patriot he, Games with Dark Harrison Man. Ford. I know he's in Dark Man. Clear and Present Danger with Harrison Ford as well. All Stuart the Saves Dead. His Family, Rain Over, Wishmaster, Shocker, which is a cool Rest Craven movie that I have yet to see, like the people under the stairs. Skinner, The Midnight Train, Wishmaster, Murderer of a Cat, Sequest, uh, DVS, It's a Murder, Thou Shall Kill, Except Candyman. I do remember he was one of the first victims. Mm-hmm. He's also in the movie Intruder. Uh, Man Screaming with a Brain, another Bruce Campbell movie. Hard Target, uh, Within the Woods, which is actually one of Sam Raimi's uh, first movies, as we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. Oz the Great and Powerful, which is also a Sam Raimi movie. Okay. Prequel with uh, James Franco. So that was actually pretty cool to yeah. see, too. Uh, he's been in all the Spider Man movies. He played uh, J. Jonah's. He's been in a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but who's he? he? He played under him. Yeah. He's also in Xena Warrior Princess, and that's just yeah. gonna give you an idea. So yeah, so it. Ted um, Raimi's great. Yeah. Yeah, the Raimis have definitely made a name for themselves, but particularly those two. Yeah, those two. Yeah. So this movie though, Evil Evil Dead. The Evil Dead. The sorry. Evil Dead. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll be sure to specific. Um starts out pretty like the first twenty minutes I'd say, before it's before we get to like the real crazy stuff. It's like what you would think Friday the 13th would be and was, yeah. but a more calm approach. And if they weren't on the lake, instead they were just going for a little cabin retreat. Yeah, so so let's friends. let's list off the players, shall we? So we got Ashley, or Ash. We have uh, Ash Williams, played by Bruce Campbell. Ellen uh, Sandwis, play, or who plays Cheryl Williams, which is Ash's sister. Ash's sister, um, Ash's girlfriend. Uh, Linda, played by Betsy Baker. And, then, and Scott, played by Richard uh, DeManicor. He's more called Scotty throughout the movie. Yeah, and uh, Tersa Tilly, who played uh, Shelly. She's Scott's uh, titular girlfriend. Uh, yeah, and those are our main, those are our main uh, three. That's our or, Fellowship uh, of the Ring. Uh, One, two, uh, three, four, five characters. I, I had a mind, mind fart there. That's in my bed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're driving up to this cabin... How do they explain that they got it? I think it's Scott's. Scott Scott got it somehow. Yeah, it was a relative thing or renting it out. Renting it out, yeah, and for they like a weekend. But they didn't take a look over at it. So as they're coming up to this cabin, when we open the movie, they head across this bridge, and Ugh. this bridge, tire goes through it. Yeah, and Scott's <laughs> saying the whole time, "Oh, there's nothing to worry about." And the girls are basically asking, "Did you even check out this cabin to make sure that it's not like some sort of death trap?" Or yeah, exactly. Uh, and which he just replies it's fine nothing to worry about yeah. and that's when the bridge starts falling apart ash goes to get out and push the car but is like huh yeah yeah exactly. i'm not gonna do that because the bridge is falling apart <laughs> exactly so they then they get they get over the bridge though and they get to the cabin and gosh this cabin it's more of a shack is it not it, it looks like a shit down yeah. shack it really looks like one of those gas stations that you see out in the yeah. in the in the countryside mm-hmm. but one that hasn't been taken care of and it's just kind it of looks like, like a, the cabin from um the second Friday the Thirteenth that the cop goes in, oh, that Jason's, Jason's living in, yeah, yeah, it looks like a more refurbished version of that. <laughs> yeah, by no means you're not pleasantly surprised when we get in there. Not to mention, uh, what really sets the tone for this is the fact that there, you hear this big clanking sound, and when Scott goes up to get the keys from the, atop the door, why they're just sitting on top oh, yeah. of the door so for anybody like... to get in? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, he says it's one of these, but it's like. You hear um, there's a porch swing and it keeps hitting the cabin like over and over and over. And the second he like grabs... Like a battering ram. Exactly. And the second he grabs the keys, it stops. And just rests, not even like next to the house, just 
rests. I don't know about you, but I've seen enough movies for if that happened, I would have just been like, nope, putting the keys back on. We're going in the car. We're going home. (laughs) I would have just said I'm going home as soon as I realized that the bridge was breaking because it's like a storm. (laughs) Reverse, reverse, reverse. I'm like, if a a bridge is going to break like that. Oh, God, paint it. Drive back. Oh, no, Lois. I was going to drive forward. I thought that would be a fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Family Guy is good. Season 9. Uh, it's the first episode of that season. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what they called it, though. Can Learn the Halves or something like that. Like, Yeah, but it was right. actually really good. It was actually a suspenseful Well, because freaking the... um. Characters. My favorite part is at the end, because they kill off the news lady who's been there for the Diane long. Simmons. Yeah, because she's going to kill Lois. But she gets shot. Sniped by Stewie. Well, we don't know it's Stewie. Lois, Lois just looks around and doesn't see anyone. And she she's just like, whoever you are, thank you. And leaves. And Stewie's there with a sniper rifle. And he's like, if anyone's going to take that bitch down, it's going to be me. <laughs> yeah. We also get Peter. Hey, guys, check it out. Go, go, gadget, ski. <laughs> and he jumps off the stairs in a night outfit. <laughs> And he, like, they do the, like, the bit with the trick doors. The bookcase rooms. Yeah. Because he pulls a bookcase and goes in. That's the laundry room. Laundry room, everyone. And then he goes to another bookcase, moves a bust head, and it comes up. All right, here we go. <laughs> it basically is what <laughs> Knives Out would have been if it was a comedy. Yeah, yeah. That's the, I think I've told you this before. The Knives Out house is the one, is the house I want to have. <laughs> oh, we filmed at a house for somebody shoot there uh, from Russia. And um, they had huge Russian folklore silk posters in their house. This house had, like, marble in the center of the floor. Like, Mm. it was all designed. Like, this house had a balcony. It looked exactly like the Knives Out type of house. Just no hidden rooms or hidden windows? Oh, it had a huge-ass basement, too. We didn't even see the whole house. I want... It might sound creepy, guys, but I want a house with hidden doors. (laughs) I do and I don't just because I don't do well and alone in big confined spaces. And I want a lot of paintings with eyes so I can look through the painting's eyes. But like, I hope they're having a fun time at my party. <laughs> so that's like Phantom of the Opera. I hope they're enjoying my play. Exactly. But going I, back... I, then again, my, house, my dream house is absurd. I don't want hallways. I want canals I swim down. <laughs> that's a drowning problem. Exactly. Well, I'll hire like a gondola rider in case I want a 3 a.m. snack. And I'll just be sitting there and he'll be like, Hassan Emil, to the kitchen. And I'm like, can you please stop? All right. I'd be falling asleep. I just want some crackers. <laughs> See, that'd be a problem every time you'd have to go to the bathroom. Because then you just piss yourself because of all the water. Exactly. Oh, God. Sleepwalking would be a nightmare. <laughs> Especially because of how deep the water is. Also, it would have to be chlorine. Because I can't imagine having to clean something like that. Hell no. (laughs) The fact that I'm already scared to go in the water with machinery. To think about going in a house where it's all water. There's no hallways. (laughs) Because I'd be like a cat. I'd be trying to constantly grip the walls. (laughs) Pretty much. I'd just be outstretched. (laughs) Everybody would finally see me in just full panic anxiety mode. Yeah. No, do you not like my new house? No, not really. It's great. Ah, <laughs> uh, going back to the Evil Dead. Yeah, sorry about that. We went on no. a weird tangent. But uh, they go into this house, which is not at all like my dream house. Oh, the the inside is so Ugh. not ideal. Like, there's like what two pieces of furniture? <laughs> uh, tons of cobwebs. So you got your uh, <laughs> spiders <laughs> who are wanting <laughs> to eat 
you know. I'm assuming bugs. probably rats and possums. Or or you. Bats, you know. No, I'm just saying the things that are in there. Oh, yeah, God knows. I mean, there's so, so much. Yeah. So, oh, but it, it's... Why they even commit to staying there? But we get a crate scene because uh, Ash's sister, she's drawing the, like, the big clock. Yeah. Sorry. This is a great scene. I was just... I'm just thinking. It, it makes you think, how much did Scott pay... To rent this house. Three dollars. <laughs> in nineteen in 1981 money? Three dollars. Yeah, but but but, <laughs> but, 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 how much did it cost for him? Because if this was such a good deal. Yeah, because he said it was a great deal. I'm like, was it free? <laughs> well, I mean, judging by the state, I mean, I, I think it was probably one of those things where people were just like, yeah, well, we'll give you a somewhat decent price, but you know, yeah. you're going to pay for it. With I feel like else. nowadays you could never do that kind of cabin. Because like, I feel like I would be like, can I see photos of the inside of the cabin first? Like how it's going to look when I get there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, there's it's a shack? Hell no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This looks like uh, somebody probably got murdered. One it, person it looks like I'm going to get an STD from walking barefoot on the on the floor no <laughs> yeah a rusty nail <laughs> yeah oh god tetanus uh so but she's like drawing a clock and then like she starts freaking out and like moves a page and the wind's going all crazy and then she just like starts involuntarily drawing and she draws like a book with a face yeah which we uh learn we'll is, find out about in a bit uh, yeah something that's very not what you want to deal with no no i would have seen that thing personally my dad's a pastor i would have seen that thing and been like hell no Uh uh-uh we're not messing with this (laughs) oh yeah i I don't like that even when we uh were working on a set with a ouija board i was like nope nope mm -mm, nope this is not something that you mess with my favorite have you seen that uh snapchat uh, I can't say that. There's a guy who the title thing, like the word bubble he put on the Snapchat video, is like, my sister and her, my sister's having a sleepover, and her, her and her friends are messing with a Ouija board right now, and it's filming just his hand at a power panel, like the power box in their house, and he just flips the light switch off, and you hear like nine girls <laughs> screaming super loud. That's something I would do. Too. I do that like, to my own kids. Or, <laughs> be like, serves you right for playing with yeah, the devil's Don't mess objects. with that. Like, I, I know, like people think, like, oh, it could be fun. It'd be interesting. No, mm-mm, don't, mm-mm. don't, do not mess with chance. spirits. Okay, I, no. I don't really care if you're a believer in spirits or not. The fact is, why test, why exactly. test your chances? Are you gonna sit in a bear cave? If I, if I ever feel like, because I have entered rooms and houses where I'm like, I feel this place this feels a, different. You know, like I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. I I have like audibly said aloud to myself, if there's anything here, I'm just going to be sleeping here for like a day or two. Oh. I don't want any problems with you. You won't have any problems with me. Let's yeah, just I've... be calm, okay? <laughs> I've I've definitely felt that. Yeah. Like, and I'm just like I don't mess with it's you. It's a weird vibe me. like nope. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Well, I walked into a friend's house and they were into occult shit. And I'm like, uh-uh. I don't. Mm, nope. Needs to say, they were like, hey, you want to spend that? I'm like, no, I'm okay. I'm, we're from, my family's originally from Louisiana and Texas. And so 
when I've been down there, I've seen a lot of like voodoo stuff, and I'm like, nope, mm -mm, nope, mm -mm, nope, not messing with it, not touching it. I made a doll of you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's doesn't look okay. anything like me. <laughs> That's the scariest crap. I think I asked you this. Did you watch the trailer for Spell yet? I don't know that I did. So freaking creepy because this woman makes a voodoo doll of this guy because she's kidnapping him. And he like goes to the window as like a cop car comes and he's like, help, help. And she like moves the doll back and like facing flat and he flies onto the bed. And then she removes the voodoo doll's tongue and he can't talk. And I'm like, mm, what years? No, no. Spell? It hasn't come out yet. Oh, you're talking about the 2020 film? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But she, like, removes the doll's tongue, and then he can't talk, and it's like, mm-mm, no, 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 not messing with any of that. Nope. No, I, I make a very uh, clairvoyance to stay away from whatever yeah. sketchy shit the mm -hmm. creepy neighbors or creepy friends are trying to do. You want to go check out this haunted asylum next door? No, I do not want to do that. <laughs> in my fact, do not. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I ideally me me I'd as like a person. I'd like put on twelve cross necklaces. Okay, now I can go in. <laughs> now I feel okay. <laughs> I mean, just me as a person, I don't like the woods anyway. So seeing a cabin. Yeah. Cabin in the wood. You said you're not an outdoors person. Due to yeah. past things. Due to past experiences, to and that's all you need to know. Yeah, I like the I like the outdoors. I like the idea because I'm I do writing stuff. So I like oh. the idea of buying a cabin and just being like, you know what, I'm gonna write in my cabin for a month. Everyone, leave me alone. <laughs> if it was in a local place somewhere where I knew people and it wasn't so severely wooded area, like like maybe twenty miles from a gas station or something like that. If it was on a lakefront and it's somewhere yeah. I could call people and it was a more like modernized if a small town <laughs> it, like the cabin that uh the main guy in misery rented out yeah yeah those are nice if i had something that was more mainstream and i knew that somebody was going to be there somebody could walk by and i could still see some cars here and there yeah i'd be okay with it but it's just that's it's the rented. idea of like i don't want to be able to hear a car honk for like miles you know i want to be able to hear birds and see the stars oh, yeah when definitely I woke up, you know because stars are freaking beautiful. And we can barely see any, like, oh, when I went near the city. to the country this uh, past weekend, mm -hmm. or, at, or this last weekend at the time they were recording this, it was nice. Yeah. It was completely dark, and you're just kind of sitting there like, this is country. Huh. Yeah. But it was also in a wooded area, so I, my, the whole time I was like... I was telling, asking my friend, I'm like, how do you live out here, even if you grew up? Does it? Well, yeah, it's, little it's an interesting thing, too, because, you know, the Earth rotates at, like, a certain way. So, like, the stars will move. So you can look at them in the sky like they're kind of a clock. Like, you right. can look up and be like, oh, we got two hours about till daylight, I'd say. Yeah. Just fascinating to me. Yeah. So they're, they're in this cabin... And they're kind of just hanging out. She drew the weird thing. Uh, then we get, like, they're eating food, right? Yeah. And they're like, party down, which that sounds exactly like the line from uh, Cabin in the Woods, doesn't it? 
It does. Party time, yeah. Which, uh, you know, Cabin in the Woods is definitely a big trope of Evil Dead. Yeah. Mixed with all horror movies, but... For sure. The cabin even looks like the one in Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Outside. Um, well, it looks very identical to it, the outside. Yeah. But so then when they say that, the cellar door blows open, and then Scott goes down to check it out, which I'm like, no, mm-mm, I would never, I would never. It turns out being okay, but it's just like, I'm not the first guy to volunteer to go down in the cellar. I'm the first person to say, yep, okay, well, you guys have fun. Yep. I have overstayed my welcome here, obviously. If we're in a creepy building, and me. I have to be in a creepy building, I have a few rules. Number one, I am not the first person to enter a room. Number two, I am not the last person to enter a room. <laughs> I'm not the Put last me one in the to middle. be. I'm not the last one to be in or out of that one. Exactly, either. exactly. If we're in a single file line, I am dead center. <laughs> and you're not stopping in front of me as a joke because I will, I deck will you. knock you. I will either deck you or slam your head into the door frame and exactly. keep you moving. Exactly. But so he goes down there. He doesn't make any noise for a while, which is very suspicious. So Ash goes down there too, and then he just he sees it. It's very dark. It's very damp. It looks very storm cellar esque, like just bare. Nothing, not a lot there. But then he finds him. He kind of scares him, like as a joke. And he finds like a bunch of stuff down there. They find like a tape recorder. They find a shotgun, and it's like some old posters and stuff. And they also find a book with a face on it. <laughs> DSX Mortis. Necronomicon S. Ex Mortis. Oof. You were about to quote Ex Machina. <laughs> the Deus Ex Ex Mortis. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a bunch of weird voodoo it's shit. It's late at night. <laughs> it's all good. It's a bunch of weird voodoo shit. But so they could bring like... it up there, and I will say, this is clever, because... It's not a thing of like, oh, they read out of the book. They're idiots. Why would they read out of the book out loud? They didn't, technically. Technically, no one reads out of that book out loud. They listened to a recording of this doctor who was talking about these demons that he encountered in this culture. And they listened to that out loud. So technically, it's the doctor who says the stuff. Yeah. But Ash's sister is freaking out about it. She doesn't want to hear it. But Scott keeps wanting to hear it, and then something gets awakened, essentially, in the woods. Because, like, they, the dudes finish saying, like, the prayer thing, and then a tree comes through the window. Yeah, which is freaky the way they did it. Yeah. And the whole time that you're getting the POV shot of whatever is... Coming towards them. Coming towards them. Because you don't know what it is. You, you figure just, out in two. You do, yes. Which is actually worse than what it looks like What is Yeah. The implication, <laughs> yeah. I like the mystery to it, but... Oh, I did. I think even when you saw it, that actually horrifies me more mm-hmm. than what they did uh, with it more than uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, I can see that. Because, like, I mean, I could... You can see it right here. It's not... That's not half as terrifying as... No. I mean, that still pissed my pants if I saw oh, yeah. it running towards me with glowing red eyes and be like... So I'm fucked. So I'm gonna die here. Yeah. But then, um... But then his sister goes out and has a walk. 
right? Yeah, which is a bad idea because uh, she wanted them to stop playing the tape. Exactly. Uh, into which Scott was just being a dick. Yeah. Uh, and he's being the, a tool. He, he was like, she's a kid. Who cares? She's acting like a child. And it's like, no, dude, you're playing a murder tape. What? And he's like, he, he tries to play the, uh, the high road. He tries to high road Ash by saying, well, you could turn it off. And Ash is like, that's not the point. That's not the point. <laughs> She asked you to turn it off, and you're the one who started it, and you're the one who could have pushed stop button. Because I hate that argument. You could have turned it off too. I wasn't the one who was asked, idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you give me a ride to my friend's house? You asked somebody directly. Yeah. Oh well, you know, uh, Sadie could give you a ride too. I wasn't asking Sadie. Yeah. I was asking you. <laughs> yeah. It's yes or no is the question. <laughs> yeah. If you can't, then I will decide to ask Sadie. Exactly. But, so she goes out for a walk, and we get the scene, which neither of us want to talk about. Yeah, we're going to breeze over that scene, to be honest, because it's not yeah. something we want to sit and talk about, but it is a, it is a Tree graphic... Tree does bad things. <laughs> it's a graphic uh, adult scene. Yeah. Um, so we do have a bit of um, unconsensual... And if any of you were thinking, oh, that can't possibly be what it is, it's what it is. It's yes. what it is. And it involves trees, not humans, so that yeah, and it's makes it a... Grosser. <laughs> it makes it grosser. I mean, at least it's not a human, but it's still just as bad. It's, yeah. So. So she comes back, and she's, like, only got a shirt on, and she's freaking out. And Ash is like, all right, I'll take you into town, and you can stay somewhere in town. Because she's just like, I want to leave, I want to leave, I want to leave. Which, after what happened to her and being half naked now, oh, yeah. you, you don't blame her. If anyone saw her... Or if anyone heard her, they would all be like, we're getting out of here. You know? Oh, yeah. And they cut down those trees and sue them. Exactly. Exactly. Sue them for all their money. Um, but they go... He takes her, but it looks like no one's getting out anytime soon because the bridge is out. And the bridge isn't just out. Like, the metal is turned the other way you think it would be. Yeah, like, like it, something physically... It looks something. like Godzilla came up and just bent it. Yeah, it's like somebody them. had to physically pull it. And she's like, it's not letting us leave. It's not letting us leave. She is she is losing it. Well, understandably. Yeah, I mean, after what happened to her. And, and the fact that trees, man. Yeah. Oof. Just trees in general moving is creepy enough. Mm-hmm. Even when wind <laughs> is a thing. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like, I don't know about you guys, but like it's, it's late nights like this where I just get out of my car, get in my car, and I'm like, you know, what if the trees are just actually watching yeah. me? Like when we dropped happy. off that co-host in his neighborhood, and we're like, nope. Yeah, something nope. felt very, very. This neighborhood very feels weird. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, at that and uh, it, it was the racket, the banging, the yeah. random banging at two a at one a.m. in the mm-hmm. morning. Something like that. Who? What are you building that needs to be built at one a.m.? A pterodome? Pterodome? Like what the heck is happening? Yeah, and I was just you building like, the walker from RoboCop. Yeah, there's a lot of sketchy vibes, so we yeah. were like, we're about, nope, nope. nope. Do you want to see my dune buggy? No, we do not. No, we do not. <laughs> Maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> but so anyway, uh, so then they're just kind of hanging out. Um, Ash gives uh, his girlfriend a nice little, it almost looks like a mirror, but the glass goes through. So I guess it's like a magnifying glass necklace, I guess. I, Maybe. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really know what it it looks nice it looked nice though yeah i don't know what it is but it looked nice so it's very that scene with them is very cute it's very cute yeah it's something it It makes you care relationship goals yes exactly um 
But then they're just messing around. They're playing like a thing where they're having her <laughs> guess like cards. Like numbers and suits of playing cards. Like psychic or something. But then Ash's sister starts guessing them immediately, like exactly right. And that's when And her gets voice gets deeper. And that's when we go from normal to oh hell no. This is the yeah, if you hadn't left during the tree scene, you were definitely leaving now if you don't have a strong enough stomach. Cause she like goes her skin goes weird, her eyes lose their pupils, like And the makeup effect, like the work and the angles. And she gets the pencil and stabs the ankle, and it's so. Oh, you want to describe it? Cause I don't. Yeah, she uh, she uh, takes it and stabs it into Linda's heel, into which we get a very brutal shot, into which we see the back part of the tenement, like the Achilles, just shred through. Yeah, so much blood and it's so much noise. It's yeah, gross. if uh, if you guys have seen the misery, the shackling. Is that what they call hobbling? Hobbling. Oh god, another thing I don't want. <laughs> yeah, if you've seen the hobbling scene, don't look it up. Watch the movie. Yeah, don't please be an watch arc. the full movie because yeah, it's worth watch it. Watch the full movie. Otherwise, you're just gonna be like, "What the, the heck?" Um, that scene is about as bad as this. Except I'd say this a bit is worse. worse. Yeah, this is worse because it's like everybody's fear. It's like if somebody took a pencil and shoved it through your armpit. <sighs> Yeah, it's like that sensitive thing that you think of every day of, like, if I got this, what would happen? Exactly. But so, she's freaking out. She, that's pretty much the most damage she does. Yeah, before Ash is just like... They lock her in the basement. They yeah. lock her in the cellar. And she, like, is occasionally, like, because it's chained down, locked. She's she occasionally, pop it up a She little pops bit. her head up a, a few times throughout the movie and just says some eerily creepy stuff. It's just very disturbing. And laughs really weird, which I'm like, at that yeah. point, I'm like, God, just kill her already. But then, like, a little, a few minutes later, Scott's girlfriend, that same thing happens to her, too. Yeah, which, uh, which you kind of start to think that the, uh, what they call the demons in here are called the Deadites. Deadites, which don't get a name in this movie. Yeah, not yet. That's the second one that I think that they get the... The well, because we get the we talk to the people who were related to the people who made the recording. Yeah, into which you know one of the cool things that I like about this movie is what they call the uh, they say deadites. Yeah, and in Hellraiser they're called the Cinnabites. They they, they both a lot sound, of biting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both have a weird name, but are also oddly similar. Similar in a cool way. Yeah. So she's freaking out, but um. Scott was chopping... She scratches his face up real bad. His yeah. girlfriend. But he was chopping wood earlier, so he's got an axe. So he starts just, like, going to town on her limbs. <laughs> yeah, just starts hacking her to pieces, because he's like, at this point, I'm like, I can't fucking save you. I'm done. Yep. He's a very... I could tell he he's he's not exactly the kind of guy who would save someone from... He, he, he wouldn't do the sacrifice play, you know? No, Scott is more of a... He, he, he's himself. He is... He will survive. A Tony Stark. Exactly. Tony Stark a, early on. Yeah, early on Tony Stark or a Michael Bell. Yep. Yes. Very much a Michael mm-hmm. Bell type character. So all this stuff is happening. Then, um... They, they decide to... He's traumatized because he just chopped up his girlfriend into pieces. So they're like, we got a barrier. So... 
Yeah, and which Ash doesn't know what to say because yeah. that's also <laughs> his sister, right? That he no, no, no his Linda. sister's still in the thing. It's the it's Scott's girlfriend. Yeah, Linda. No, no. Linda's his girlfriend. No, no, Cheryl. No, 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 Cheryl. Why am I drawing a blank? Oh, or Shelley. Uh, it's Scott's girlfriend. She's not in this movie much. She doesn't... Yeah, Shelley. Yeah, she's not very memorable, but she gets buried. And then they're trying to figure out what the heck to do. And he's like, we should just go, man. We should just go. You and He's like, we'll take the bridge. He's like, the bridge is out. And he's like, well, then we'll hike. And he's like, my girlfriend can't hike with her ankle like that. Like, But and, Scott is so determined. Just yeah, he's like, like, you know what? Screw you then. I'm gone. <laughs> and he just leaves on his own. Which, you know, is really stupid judging by the fact that we already saw what happened when one person went out there alone. Yeah. Like, you don't believe her story by now? <laughs> yeah, and the fact that they all saw the bridge was bent. I would have... After seeing the bridge bent, I would have 100% believed in her about the trees. Oh, I would have totally lost my shit. I don't even think it would have been... I think it would have been more of an anxiety panic attack. I just had a mental break now. Exactly. Exactly. So then... He leaves, and he and Ash goes to check on his girlfriend, and he looks at her ankle, and her ankle gets this really cool, it almost looks like pencil-drawn effect. Yeah, which looks tacky, but is also it's really awesome. really cool. Yeah. Because I'm assuming what they did was they applied makeup and then just spread out the shots of it. Probably. Because it looks like it's moving like across her ankle, like stop motion. And then she's crazy, and she's more, she, she doesn't really attack that much no she's more more of a taunting like she's sitting crisscross in the doorway and she's laughing and she's like we're gonna get you "Mm -mm, nope yeah and um and um what was i gonna say uh and it's more that she's just there to taunt Ash. Yeah. Because they've Make already... Go crazy. The Deadites have already taken his sister, so he's already lost a bunch of mental sanity and watched Linda get hacked up to pieces. So... Not Linda, Shelly. Or Shelly, yeah. And now Linda's crazy. Now Linda's crazy, so he's already... Do really they... I can't remember. Do they ever explain why Ash never gets possessed by a Deadite? I think later in the series... Okay. But it was more or less... Like he's pure of heart or something? Yeah, but also the fact, you gotta remember that Ash never got scratched or anything really. He got scratched oh, and beat she up. she messes up his leg later on. But overall, he never really gets hit. I feel like it's also partly like... There's something specific. They explain it in Ash vs. Evil Dead yeah. too, that there's something very specific about Ash. Because he's the chosen one. Yeah. That's okay. That is it. Yeah, but which so, is why they tried to make him go nuts more than just kill him. Yeah, because they know they can't. Yeah, but so then, while he's dealing with crazy Linda and his sister, who keeps trying to get out of the cellar, Scott comes back and he is messed. He up. is fucked. His his wrist bone is poking out of his wrist, and he's still calm. Yeah, he's like... Which is partially adrenaline and shock. You gotta get out of here. And it's like, he's like, the trees attacked me. And I'm like, oh, did they now? Like, <laughs> which is the only way out, which kind of shows more like... He's like, there's a hiking trail. There is one. And he's like, okay, well... <laughs> but Ash does kind of start to lose it a bit. And oh yeah, and I feel like anyone would. 
the best part is, you know, the acting is pretty good. Bruce, Bruce's acting seems a little shallow. But, yeah. But, he like, kinda... midway mm-hmm. through this movie, it is mind-blowing. His acting yeah. is so well done and shows why he yeah. is the legend he is today. Because his insanity in these movies is... He's not He's not nearly given as much credit in the public eye as this man deserves. He yeah. is great. He, he, you, you ever want to see, like, a tr- not your, like, a real psycho freak out, panic attack, anxiety? Yeah. And even in the Army of Darkness, when it's supposed to be a joke, like his yeah. his anxiety, it makes me believe it. Is so believable though. In this first movie, it it feels like they really put Bruce in a room. It feels yeah. like you know when they unveiled Pennywise to the children. Yeah, you know, for the actress for the first time, that's what it felt like. It, exactly, you felt the horror and the absolute fear that. Mm. Bruce, if you ever hear this, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> you never know, man. Yeah. But yeah, knowing Bruce, him, I feel like of all the actors we've talked about, he would. <laughs> like, oh, he like, seems cool. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, want to smoke a joint with us? Let's talk about a motion picture. <laughs> this is like okay. Well, he loves the indie film community, and that is something yeah. that we will discuss during uh, one of our film talks because him and Roger Corman. And mm-hmm. Oh, they are others. big. They are big batters for indie films because yes. that's where they started. Yeah. That that's why it exists, and part of part of me is uh, I got to see some of the best films because I started watching the indie community. Which mm-hmm. uh, rest in peace, family video that's now closed and yeah. liquidated. Uh, very upsetting, but they are a whole reason of why I got to discover half the amazing movies that I did. Yeah. So it is truly a real shame because stuff like A twenty four and stuff I can't help but also think that because of rental businesses like family video. And just kind of having their name out there on Prime and stuff like that are really what made yeah. indie films much more noticed as indie films, not big budget. Exactly. Okay, so then, God, I, this movie is kind of, it kind of blends for me at a point. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say because a lot of... It, it all, a lot of it happens in the same room. I yeah. I think that's why I can't really differentiate in my head where the heck anything is going on. A lot of it mostly is just Ash freaking out, trying to... He's trying to help Scott while also trying yeah. to figure out what the hell well, he's going to do like, with Linda. And he's feeding him water after, like, Linda attacks him, and he, like, throws her out the house. And he's, like, he's feeding Scott water, he's like, we're all going to get out of here. We're all of us. And he's, like... Even though in the back of his head he knows Scott's pretty... He's in, he's in denial about all of it. Because while he's feeding him water, Scott dies. Yeah, which is like we all knew it was gonna come. Yeah. Well, Scott knew it was gonna come too. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, Scott did. But so then, does he? Does he? After Scott dies, he goes to get a chainsaw. Oh yeah, because he ties down Linda. Yeah, and he's, he's gonna cut her up. Just because, it, which it's so hard for him, because it's like that is my That's, girlfriend. He loves that her. That was my sister. You that, get, you get the feeling he loves her like it's, it's like, believable i don't care who you are because i know it's still you there exactly into which the deadites take uh that possess linda my, takes my least favorite thing that the deadites do is when they decide to unpossess somebody yeah and it's not like it's not like they're manipulating them and they're like having their voice and they're like help me help me no it's literally that they're letting that person who's trapped in there figure out what's happening ask for help and it's like you dicks 
<laughs> like, it's I know like, what I'm going to have to do, and I feel horrible about it. Now, no, I haven't seen The Exorcist yet, but I do think it's like an Exorcist vibe. It's very, yeah, it's very unsettling. But he, like, hesitates because he sees the necklace, and he's just, he's like, he decides to just bury her alive, but then she attacks him and messes up his leg real bad. Yeah, which the, the, the amount of claymation that goes into that is, yeah, my God, God it is. <laughs> I spent it at the end. That that claymation, that yeah. goes in the end. But so what then? What ends up happening with his girlfriend? He he cuts off her head. Yeah. Okay. Because that's where kind of two goes into and deals with that too. Yep. Um, because two, like uh, the movie Phantasm, the Phantasm series, it immediately picks up where the first one left off. Uh, it gives a kind of confusing recap. But when we review that movie, we'll go into more details about that. Yeah. Or if you've seen it, you already understand. Um. But, <clears throat> yeah, with uh, with that, he cuts off Cheryl's uh, head, and then does he bury to her too? Her. Yeah. yeah, and then his sister breaks out of the cellar, right? Yep. But and he he goes and gets the shotgun. Then he goes and grabs the shotgun, uh, tries to shoot her, but inevitably ends up stabbing her. Yeah, he locks her out of the house first, but then she breaks back into the house. Because he starts hearing voices, and he's like, shut up, shut up, and it's like... Yeah, and he kills Scott, too. Well, Scott, yeah, Scott comes back and attacks him while his sister's attacking him, too. And he shoots them both. And then they're both, like, kind of dogpiling him. And that's when he throws the... He, like, grabs a hold of the book. And throws it into the fire. Yeah, because he... Scott's holding onto his leg to keep him from getting there. And his sister just keeps hitting him with, like, a fireplace poker... But not like the sharp end. He's just getting hit with Smack a metal. Smack in the stomach, yeah. Yeah, on, on his back. On his back. But he like, he runs the, he gets the chain and brings it, the book towards him and he throws it in the fire. And then they all kind of proceed to melt. Away like the book, which. Yeah. One of the things it says that the book is made of human flesh. It's and bound written, in human flesh, yes. And written in human blood. Yeah. Law. Ooh, that's so much disease i don't even want to think like i don't even want to touch the kiss comic book that has their blood in it like ugh. they have what? literal blood in their comics yeah you didn't know that what the so shit? when the first kiss comic came out all the band members donated like a pint of their actual blood and there's actual kiss blood in the first prints of their first comic it has their actual blood in it that's gross yeah and very unsanitary and probably... it was the 70s <laughs> Yeah, when Here's the thing about the most AIDS. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing about knowing they didn't. <laughs> but well, there's a great line from the show Community where a guy goes, he's an older guy, he's played by Chevy Chase, and he goes, "Before AIDS, having sex was like shaking hands." And then a, a younger guy goes, "Hence AIDS." <laughs> so, I mean, that's it's true. Yeah. Sexual advice from Noah and Nathaniel. Always wrap it up, guys. <laughs> wrap it up and know who your partner is. Come on and please, now. And for the love of God, don't be that guy. Please. Or girl. Well, no, this is specifically for guys. Okay. Do not be that guy. You'll agree with me. Do not be that guy who, when a girl is like, can you put on a condom? Don't be like, ugh. I can't feel nothing. Do it, okay? Do it. Otherwise, if you get a kid... You deserve to pay child support. Exactly. For your kid. If you made the dumb choice, we don't support. We don't my do politics game. on this show, but yeah, we do not support the pullout game. Yeah, my pullout game is tight. No, it's not. 
No, it's not. Pull a fucking rubber on. When yeah. your dick gets hard, the story doesn't make sense. Exactly. A wise man once said that on a show, Vic Reynolds. And a wise and a wise man named Robin Williams said that God gifted man with a penis and a brain and only enough blood to operate one at a time. Exactly. <laughs> and every is, year of my life, that which, statement gets truer. <laughs> which? You will agree with that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, 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 uh, like we said, Rob you know. Williams, I want to take two seconds. Rob Williams has a lot of great analogies about, like, sex in general. Yeah, because he's Robin fucking Williams. Yeah. <laughs> One thing he said in his last stand-up, I think it was a couple months before he died when it aired, he was like, if, if kinkiness is a feather, pornography is the whole chicken. <laughs> yeah. Porn industry me. is a chicken. That's it for always sure. kills me. <laughs> but yeah, like your favorite movie characters, which uh, spoiler alert in Ash e- in Ash vs Evil Dead, there is a certain character that uh, did not rap a Willie. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> from the past, uh, from the trilogy. So, and they end up with uh, some offspring. So it's, it's a bad situation. Once your dick gets hard, the story doesn't make sense. Wrap your willies. Yeah. Ladies, if they don't, you need to remember, hugs, not drugs. Yes. Which basically means And no don't kids. forget, bitches get stitches. <laughs> it's the only other rhyme I know. Oh, and Peter Piper did some shit. I don't know. But... <laughs> okay, so Ash vs. Yes. Evil... No, Ash. But the evil evil dead. dead. Evil Dead. The um, Evil Dead. Ash throws the books into the fire into which they all start melting this... claymation style. Yeah, and a one questionable little leak that looks like a green penis. Yeah, you I pointed that out to you and you were like, yeah. What the hell? Because I was like, okay, kind of kinda of, Oh, oh you're right. Fuck? That one shot, that's definitely what that is. And like cock and balls. Which <laughs> I think was just more or less given the fact it was really just something that probably was a little inside joke <laughs> it was definitely sam raimi he definitely went to one of the claymation artists okay hear me out <laughs> what there's no do? way that it could have accidentally looked like that when it's because it's not on the screen for long which is evidenced by how many times you've seen this movie and never noticed it <laughs> yeah it's like the penis on the little mermaid box you have to really be looking <laughs> oh yeah and there's uh there's something else on there too well, Lion King, when he flops down, apparently for a millisecond, the leaves spell out the word sex. <laughs> well, on the poster, there's a bikini girl. Uh, yeah! And a bikini butt in the lion's nose. Mm-hmm. Mufasa, so there's that, too. <laughs> oh, but... we see you, Disney. We see you. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um... so, so they all melt and then like have one last freak out and explode. Yeah, which is definitely awesome. It was very yeah, well executed. Very cool. And then he, and then it's morning because this whole movie, he's like, it's only going to be this many more hours until sunrise. We'll be fine at sunrise. We only got to wait an hour more until sunrise. And now it's sunrise, and he's he like just walks out. He's covered in blood. All of his friends are dead, including his sister. And to which he thinks he's gonna at least have a fine ass day because he finally gets to see the sun, and he's like, yeah. But then something attacks him and it cuts to credits, right as we see him screaming. Yeah, we get a POV of something that goes through the cabin. It's a very excellent shot, very excellent use of POV 
style footage. And I think what really Just inspired... Not really a thing used much back then, huh? Which I think really probably inspired the Blair Witch to take that perspective. 100%. That is... 100%. And we all know why it was. It was to save money. Yep. And it was something that actually follows the series even for Ash vs. Evil Dead. Um, because of how popular it is. And because it really gives you a sense of claustrophobia because you don't get to see it. And it's one of the things that exactly. I wish they would put more movies. You don't I'm, need to see shit. Stop yeah, begging I'm, for monsters. I'm scared. I'm scarier. I'm more scared of the thing that I don't see. Or if I do see the thing that's revealed, it needs to be like really like a holy shit that's staring into my soul. Because when you hear a noise, you know what's more terrifying than that thing? Your imagination. And not knowing what it could be and thinking... Because yeah. in your head, you it just starts going wild. You're like, how many tentacles does it have? How big are its jaws? Or even worse, right. is it a human that's exactly. more or less much smarter and faster than me? Is it a Wendigo? Like, who knows? And like, is it going to turn into something else and it's really not a human? Like Exactly. That's how our minds work. The reveal is almost always a bummer. And you're just like, oh. Except for Evil Dead 2. That that's reveal fair. That reveal is actually... I was like... That is freaky as shit. Yeah. And the people I, I would who say did also the, the, the monsters in Quiet Place. Those were pretty creepy. Oh, yeah, definitely. And yeah. how fast they run. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll definitely do that on this channel. Cause Quiet sure. Place is my Love second them. favorite movie next to Jeepers Creepers. Favorite movie of all time or just of the genre? Uh, no, Jeepers Creepers is my favorite of all time. Okay. I love I love how well it was done. Yeah. Um, but but uh, yeah, that's that's The Evil Dead. Yeah, The Evil Dead is a is very it's actually a pretty short movie. Yeah, it's it's yeah. not an hour and fifty seven minutes. It's like an hour and, and forty seven. And it doesn't and feel like that as well. No, it's very straight into it, but not in the sense of. It's the, like an hour and twenty seven minutes, I think. Yeah, and this, it's just it all happens in the same place. It it's never slow. It never gives you a chance to breathe. I don't think. No, it 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 really grips you and gets you to hold on to the seat with a few laughs here and there. Um, especially in the, I love the beginning. <laughs> yeah, but it really, it really grips you and it's got some very excellent cinematography work that yes, it does look campy, but in a, but in the sense that, you know, you really have to take the time to appreciate that being yeah. on a budget that, these, the, that Sam Raimi did. One of my least favorite things that people love to point out as a negative to this movie is when Scott's leaving the cabin to go walk on his own. Cause you can see the lights that are lighting up the thing. And it's like. He had no money. <laughs> Stop giving him so much shit for it. Like, yeah, I'm like, I, and, and I'm sorry, but if you are going to be one of those people, you need to be able to back it up by making a movie. Exactly. Exactly. Otherwise, I don't think if you don't have the experience, you don't have the money and you don't know what you're doing. If you've never filmed a movie, I, like, that's, yeah. I have a hard time taking critics who never make movies oh, seriously. You no, know? because they're very like, biased. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what it's like until you've I, said it. I, I can understand it if it's like the big critics where they're like, They've gone to film school and they know like all this stuff. Like, but if it's just a person online who's like twenty three and they're like, "Oh God, you're so yeah, bad. Like, I can see the strings." I'm sorry. It's like, dude, you don't know. I am gonna you call don't know. this. I'm, I am gonna call this out. Yeah. Uh, Robert E. Is it E. Robert or whatever? Was an infamous critic. Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert. Yeah. I. He's directed a movie before. Hmm. But a lot of his stuff, for a lot of the good, better stuff, is over, uh, I think is way over, overdone in some cases. He, he, what is the movie he directed? It, it didn't do well, but it's like... No, and that's like, part of my problem. He died in 2013. <sighs> he was, yeah, he's, he's a very synonymous person with his craft, and I don't want to... 
I don't want to insult a dead guy. <laughs> welcome. Is it Who Killed Bambi or Welcome to... Or no, uh, at the movies? Well, that was a documentary he was in. He, it's well, it's like, either Life Itself or Welcome to Hollywood. Let me look it up. Or Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. That's what it is. Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. That's the movie he made. It's a musical. It's an NC-17 musical? That's questionable. Yeah, considering it's from Roger Ebert. <laughs> and it sucks crazy. Okay, that explains it already. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's also a trap as well of like being a prestigious movie critic. And then if you make a movie that's crappy, I feel like the rest of your career, when you continue critiquing movies, people are just going to be like, well, you made a bad movie, so what do you know what you're talking about? Yeah, and, and you know, that's why I like when it comes to indie films, I, I don't like to hear the reviews. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you're going to see... Yeah, that's, well, gonna, that's me with any movie. I'm like, know, I want to see it for myself. We will call out shitty movies on this channel. I uh-huh. wouldn't call them shit movies. I would call them bad. There, there are some movies. Like, there was one movie called A Zombie Croc, I think. Uh, I'm sorry. That is that is that is a bad movie. It is yeah. a bad movie. I will not call it shit because I know people worked on it, but it didn't look like any effort. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Into you it. you have a different perspective from all this. I you make movies yeah. yourself, and I and I, and I'm sorry. I am one of those people who will support something even like The Gallows, despite how bad the story and stuff may be. But at, at least, least they freaking tried. At least they tried. They didn't know what they were doing, but they tried, and it does look better. A zombie croc. They couldn't even get an actual billboard or anything they they cropped it out and photoshopped and even crop out the white and then stuck it on a billboard it was very lazy and yeah i'm sorry i don't mean to tear the filmmakers down to that but but it it, it really shows where a little bit of hard work and elbow grease and a bit of imagination can go and yeah. that is why i will always support the evil dead it is undoubtedly one of the best indie films out there and i yeah. think one of the things next to roger corman's success mm-hmm. uh in movies that really helped show uh how impactful an indie film can be because if we would have got a big budget i think it would have been shit yeah same thing with jaws if jaws would have got a big budget and they or and the shark would have been working jaws probably would have been a different movie and honestly probably would have been shit because we would have yeah. seen the shark way like, too much like oh god trying to think of a really good example for a movie that went from like like who's that director m night Shyamalan. i will say most of the movies he does he works better with a smaller budget than he does oh yes the visit we definitely need to come the visit is amazing visit is on out the visit is a great movie very very small budget signs was a great movie i haven't seen it yet signs is great but i've heard the uh, not the The village the village is good that he did. Um, I've heard of mixed receptions. Oh, uh, Sixth Sense. Sense. That's his, that was his big was. movie that people were like, he's going places, you know? Uh, Devil, which was a good movie. It takes primarily in an place elevator. in an ele- elevator. Yeah. And it was a little rusty because of the fact that it was a different approach to horror, but it was very intriguing. It was very... He did, yeah. It was very well written for being something so small and yeah. such a small... But then you give him a movie like The Happening, Garbage. You give him a movie like, oh god, I don't know, The Last Airbender, garbage. <laughs> and we don't mean to shit on M Night Shyamalan, but no, he's a great guy. There, we there, just gave examples of a bunch of movies he makes, which we freaking love. But there are some. All I'm saying is, and, every director makes a bad movie, and and some of them are there. They are better fit to be in smaller projects. Yeah. You know, Sam Raimi is one of those people that can take on a big ambitious project, but he has a certain tango and a certain exactly. flavor of how he approaches. There is big not, projects. there is not a director worth his salt that hasn't made a at least a bomb. 
Yeah, and, and, you know? and the whole Evil Dead trilogy, considering that he went from straight-up horror to comedy, and the fact exactly. that still sticks and got a three-season deal contract, mm-hmm. which it was canceled. On a cable show, yeah. Which was really stupid. I'm sorry, Stars, but why did you cancel it? Exactly. Ratings were good. You had Rotten Tomatoes with 90%. They wanted more shows. They wanted to fill it with more shows. Yeah, it's you, you, you business, sh- man. It sucks. <laughs> I, think, I think you should realize that since this movie was an indie film... That it doesn't money doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean it does to, in the sense of running a business, but I get what you're saying. Well, yeah, th- this was run the sense of a business, and it's uh, it's more than a cult classic. The it first one classic. was very much a sense of he wanted to make a movie. I feel like Sam Raimi and was he very, accomplished it. Yeah, it was great because he just wanted to make a movie. That's what made it. Yeah. You know what made the Spider Man trilogy is not the fact that they're handing. They gave it to him. He said, I'm going to do what I budget, want. But yeah, he's very, him and James, James Gunn is like the modern day Sam Raimi of like, I'm going to do what I want. I don't want to hear your words. Stay away. <laughs> and, and you know, a lot of people, I will are listen to already your words, saying like, but this, if I don't take your advice, that's okay. And, and you have to be okay with that. That is something that I've learned in director school. That was something that was hard for me learning at film school is that, and you know, and why indie films do so well is because you need to realize that hundred you know, percent creative director, freedom. Yep. As a director, you're the one who's making the vision. So if I don't want to take your your input, yeah, then you need to be okay with that. Yeah. Granted, there are I will, circumstances. Yeah. I will only say that Star Wars is technically one of them, and to which those case that you when you have different directors' minds, and also yeah. when you have a fan base, when you get to something that big, that's something you need to respect. I think that's something that Ash versus Evil Dead did very well for being a revival of. Yeah, it really reflected even in some episodes on its pure horror roots, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the evil dead and really showed that with a little bit of elbow grease and some modern day reworkings and really just following what the fan base has to say and taking their advice and what the actors who have actually played these characters longer than the Mm -hmm. director has known them exactly that really shows that it doesn't need to be about the money it's about the craft you can have all the money in the world and you can sell whatever you want but at the end of the day what do you think is going to make more money a shitty remake that you put no time into, or something that brings back fans and it has a well-written story. Exactly. Something so, that's achieved a cult yeah. following. Which we will definitely talk about Terminator in the future, but one thing I want to point out too is that how many of you out there, as much as we love Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. how many times have you gotten sick and tired of seeing him? Like, oh great, he's back again. Me personally? I love seeing that dude on screen. I always love him, but it's Predator, like, Commando. But that's not... Running what man. I'm saying is... For Terminator, we always see T-800 back. It's just the normal. Yeah. It's not like a big, oh, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You expect him to come back. It's a treat because it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, it's not as impactful as being like, it's been 30 years. Yeah. And we get to see him and Linda Hamilton come back. What? What? It's like, it's it was like seeing Mark Hamill's coming back. Even though it's not the Luke that I think a lot of people wanted. Yeah, exactly. Um, but um one thing i wanted to say about the evil dead too yeah very quickly uh one of the things that people said uh from a past interview with sam raimi in 2018 uh you know decades later the evil dead uh is still banned in some countries mm-hmm. which obviously i can see that graphic nature. i can see that um one thing that uh sam raimi did admit especially is that uh he really really did um regret the scene with cheryl where she's assaulted by the demonic tree and i think that might have been like a time period thing kind of like where we had that stephen king scene in it yeah 
It was just a kind of in the moment thing. So. The, in the it book. Yeah, but that scene does kind of give you some context. So when you see that scene, don't think that he's just a pretty weird yeah. sex monster. No, he's not a perf. George Lucas, there's no bras in space. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. But well, that's the Evil Dead, guys. Um, check it out for yourselves. It should probably still be on Netflix through the month yeah. because it is the spirit of Halloween. We, we reiterate what we said at the beginning. If you got a weak sum- stomach or if sexual assault is a soft subject for you, I'm, I hope you enjoyed listening to us talk. Yeah, and always feel free to skip over the scene if you can deal with the gore because it is uh, it is definitely worth the watch. Yeah, that scene is just... it's. I, I haven't met a person in my life who is okay with that scene. It's brutal. No, it, it sucks. it's brutal and it sucks. Uh, a lot of the gore is really intense. So it does... Uh, it is one of those things that after you watch it again, uh, every time you watch it, you will be like, it does end, earn that NC-17 rating. Cause it, yeah, it does. 100%. And, and in all fairness... It is because the practical effects are done so well. So yeah, the, the practical effects are great. Very, very, very big kudos to the uh, special effects team that worked on the movie. Because yeah. you guys really showed what a lot of elbow grease and hard work can do compared to CGI. Yeah. And that there is nothing. As, if it, even Which if it looks... CGI, I will say, CGI, a lot of work does go into that. Yes, there's nothing wrong with CGI. No. It's a matter of time and a matter of resources, and it's expensive. Budget, yeah. But practical, day, I still I like practical a lot. I think, I think, uh, with the CGI artists, because editing for me even is just a bitch just to put stuff together. Yeah, exactly. Uh, respect the work of CGI artists. Don't oh, take yeah. me wrong on that. I will never understand um, what you guys do. I love no. it. And I, and I know just being an editor and you know going into the industry that you know it it, it, it is it sucks editing mm-hmm. sucks i haven't even made it just editing my own projects it's like you get so passionate mm-hmm. but it takes a lot so. yeah Respect- i wouldn't know i wouldn't know anything about that i just show up and record and i'm like sign my name right on the check exactly so <laughs> i'm kind of an asshole all right so <laughs> that is uh that is evil dead uh this just an NC-17 wor- uh, warning. This has been... Uh, Film and Tower with Noah Sweeto. And Daniel Shoemaker. And we will see you guys in the uh, next episode. We'll hear and from uh, if you're listening to this later on in the month, happy Halloween. Yeah. Have a great Halloween. Stay safe. Stay warm. Don't be stupid. And don't be dumb, yeah. <laughs> some troubling times. Yeah. And don't go to a cabin in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Oh, God, no. No. So, see you later, guys. Bye.